Welcome to the Creative on the Grind podcast, the podcast where we dive into all things business, life, and personal development to help you elevate to the next level. I'm your host, Deandra Jalisa, creative business expert and entrepreneur, and I'm here to share with you my knowledge, experiences, and expertise to help you navigate the complexities of life and business. Whether you're an entrepreneur looking to grow your business or an individual looking to enhance your personal development, this podcast is for you. So without further ado, I'm here to serve you and provide you with the insights and tools you need to succeed. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Creative on the Grind podcast. It's your girl, Deandra, and I'm back with another episode. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to build your portfolio without clients. And I wanted to tap into this because I get this question all of the time where it's like, I'm just starting my business. I'm getting the ball rolling. But the thing is, I can't attract my dream clients without showcasing my work. So I'm going to give you a few strategies and tips to help you build your portfolio without clients so that you can attract those dream clients you want to your business. So when it comes to building a portfolio for your business, and this is for any type of design business, it can even be for, you know, if you're an artist or you are a recording artist, writer, you do need some type of portfolio to give your potential clients something to look at to kind of just see how you work, your aesthetic and all of those things, because that's the only way you're going to get people to actually book you is through seeing your work and validating that you are going to be the right fit for their vision. You have to fearlessly embrace self-promotion. Self-promotion is the best promotion because it's like, who's going to promote yourself better than you? You are the creator. You are the designer. And You're the one that's creating the pathway for them to work with you. And you will have to overcome the hesitation when it comes to sharing your business and showcasing your work. I personally know people who hide their businesses purposely and have a full Instagram account and everything set up, but they don't want to share their business with their friends and family. And I get that. And I know it may be scary especially when you're doing something brand new. But if they know someone who would be interested in your products or services, you have to promote yourself. And I know at the beginning, your work isn't top tier and that's okay. You should be so proud of yourself for just showing up and starting this business and even trying. And you will have to shed that fear of showcasing your work because honestly, it's the only way that you're going to grab the attention of your ideal client, you will have to find ways to boost your self-confidence and be confident in your creative abilities. You're out here creating, you're out here doing something amazing, share it. And things that help you with your confidence is practicing and educating yourself on your skill set because you have to practice to get that momentum going. I know sometimes when you are working with creatives, tools and materials, it can be very expensive to just practice every day. But you have to get those practice hours because over time, you're going to get better and better and better. And you're going to see it evolve. You're going to see your first design transition into something totally different within six months, a year, two years. And I've personally seen that for myself. 
my first balloon design, it makes me cringe. <laughs> if you've seen my day one work compared to my year one, two, three, and four, it's like night and day. And I knew that it would evolve. And honestly, by me practicing and finding new techniques and new ways to work with my balloons, that is what evolved my skills. I had to build my portfolio with what I had and the best that I could do, because honestly, that's all you can do. You can't try to showcase someone else's work and say, oh, this is my work. I could do this for you. It just doesn't work like that. And sidebar, I've had people who actually, when I was starting out, took my work and shared it as their own and said that they did this. And this is a quick story I'm going to tell. I had this woman, she DM'd me and she said, I see this design on your page and someone else has this design on their page. And I was like, what? And she sent me the Instagram and they had like a lot of my work up there and they didn't even tag me. They showcased it as if it was their own. Book your services now through X, Y, and Z. And I was just shocked. And the reason why she told me this was because she hired them and they showed up and they did the design and it looked nothing like the picture. And that's where lying comes in when it comes to building your portfolio. Do not do that because someone will catch it and you don't want to get blasted for it. Um, but needless to say, I reached out to them. They took the pictures down and blocked me at the same time. But it's, it's tricky when it comes to building your portfolio, right? But anyway, you have to build that confidence and showcase your work. That's the only way you're going to build your business and build your brand. And use various online platforms to showcase your work. I mean, Instagram is a great way to start and you can curate it to make it like an online portfolio. Pinterest is a great one. I love Pinterest and I feel like a lot of people sleep on Pinterest, but it's awesome. You can literally post your work and that's it. And then tag it back to your website so that you can start attracting people that way. Doing behind the scenes on YouTube if you want to sharing stories about what you're doing. You don't have to show every detail about what you're doing. And I feel like a lot of people do give a lot away to give it to the next person, which I'm all for sharing is caring. But when you're just starting out, like you need to build that credibility and you need to build that skill before you start sharing everything that you do. I I'm, I'm just telling you what I would recommend. Also just having a personal website so that it's like very clean and subtle and a gallery of all of your designs that you've made, it really does make a difference. I have people who call me and they're like, I reached out to you because I loved your portfolio. I really want to work with you. And I saw this design that I want. And it gives people an opportunity to handpick what they like and designs that they want you to replicate. And it makes it so much easier to make the sale when you have that portfolio, because when you don't have one, it's more so like, oh, um, here's a picture that you found on Pinterest, on Instagram. I could do this or I can do that. And it's kind of iffy because it's like, can you do that? I mean, I don't see any work in your portfolio similar to this. You're just showing me pictures. So this is why you have to take that time to build that online presence and build that portfolio. And even though it's maybe a little bit daunting, I would say, <laughs> Building a blog around what you do is also very helpful because then you can put those blog pins onto Pinterest. And then if someone likes it, they can pin it to their boards. Then they can go to read the blog article and then they can even book you if 
they really decide to take it to that next step. Any way you can build that portfolio and build that credibility, do it. And showcase your expertise. Share highlights about what you do and how you do it. Educate your clients on what it is that you do. I remember when I first started, I had to do a lot of education because organic balloon design really wasn't trending or popular when I first started. So I had to really educate and show people what I could do and tell them why it's this price, why uh, adding this is additional whatever. That's the only way you're gonna be able to do that. And when it comes to building a portfolio, I feel like a lot of people overcomplicate it. So you can showcase different elements of what you do, different patterns, textures, elements, like, those are really nice things that you can add to that portfolio and especially on your online portfolio, like on Instagram or something like that. Those are cool ways to get people engaged and look for more and what are you doing with that and ask questions and get a little more curious about how to work with you. When I was building my portfolio, I did a lot of passion projects and I love passion projects because it's a time for you to be able to just create and do whatever it is that you want to do. Uh, because sometimes, especially in the beginning, you're not going to be getting those dream clients that you really want to work with as far as doing like the beautiful stuff. It takes time to get there. But when you do passion projects, this is your time to shine. And yes, this is an investment, but early on in your business, use this time to invest in yourself. And you don't have to spend lots of money unless the tools that you use are very expensive then I mean, you're gonna have to just either bite the bullet or not build your portfolio. Like, what do you prefer? And for me, what I used to do is I would say, you know, I have 100, 200 bucks this month extra. I'm going to invest this in a passion project. So what I used to do is I used to call venues around my area or throughout LA to see if they were having any open houses or a day where I can showcase my work Everything will be provided for me. I just want to come and get photos in a beautiful location. Like that was my goal. And in doing so, I actually got a lot of callbacks. I sent a couple pictures of what I've done in the past. It wasn't much, but they were like, sure, come on in. And in doing so, I built some great relationships with some venues that I still work with to this day. And just stepping out the box and asking, can I use your space for some pictures so I can start building this portfolio? There's so many ways you can be resourceful. And that's the thing. When you're building your portfolio, you have to be resourceful. When you are resourceful, you're going to grow so much faster and your portfolio is gonna grow so much faster just by thinking out the box and not just waiting for things to come to you. You have to get out there and go get it yourself. Let's say you do interior design. Ask a friend if they have a few hundred bucks to redesign their room. Can I redesign your room for you for free? But just you pay for the materials. Whatever it is, I know it's a little bit more expensive to decorate, but there's little things that you can do with two, 300 bucks and make a room look great. If you are a makeup artist, ask your friends and family if you can do their makeup and pretend they're going somewhere. I mean, get creative and showcase your work. Those who are really there for you, those people who are around you, they're going to support you and they're going to do it however they can. Share and showcase anything that you actually want to do, okay? And I really want to emphasize this because I feel like people are just, oh, I got, I booked this job. It's not really my best work, but let me just share it. And I mean, there's two sides. I've heard people say, share whatever you got. You can share whatever you got. 
But for me, I want to share what I want to attract. Share the work that you did the best that you could do. If you do something that you don't want to continue to attract to your business, then don't share it. Because you don't want to really share stuff that you're not really proud of, especially when you're you're building that portfolio. The portfolio phase is very important, especially in the beginning. Have strategy. Try to create a strategy. Try to figure out and write down, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I like. Make a mood board of where you see your business going and what portfolio you would like to create. And this is when you can take other people's images and create like a mood board for yourself because no one's going to see this but you. But you can formulate it and be like, okay, this is the aesthetic that I like. This is what I want my Instagram feed to look like. This is how I want my websites to look like, my portfolio, all of that good stuff. You're going to now see it, visualize it and have it on a mood board. And that way you could take that and start creating it and bringing it to life. And slowly, but surely, you're going to start to see that vision come to life through your work. Because I personally felt that where I started seeing it. And I was like, damn, my Instagram looks bomb as hell. Like, I did that. And it, it feels so good. And the last topic I want to go into is networking and building your credibility. I'm going to do a whole podcast on networking because I feel that people do not understand how important it is. It's so important. And there's so many ways you can go about networking and building your credibility online and offline. And I would say now with all of the communities that they have on Instagram, Facebook, I mean, Facebook has so many communities that you could just type in whatever creative field you're in and you can find a full community of like-minded individuals wanting to do the same thing. I always say create like a village. And I did this within my business. I would follow a, a few balloon artists that I really loved and enjoyed their work. And we started building connections online and we started talking and engaging and we were in the same area. We were serving the same demographic, the same people. And what we decided to do was, and it kind of wasn't even like a discussion. It was more so we just built a tribe and I had like five vendors that I loved. And I would, if I wasn't available, I would send work to them and vice versa. I always say the more the merrier, like, I'm not a selfish entrepreneur. There's people who like want everything and want to just take, 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 take. I'm much so like a giver. And, you know, if there's a weekend and there's clients that I can't work with because I'm too booked, I can then send them to another artist and they could take care of them. And honestly, clients love that. And I've had clients who actually came back to me and on that same phone call would say, you know, that was so generous of you to just give me a referral and help me out so I don't have to sit here and keep searching. Like, they loved that email that I curated for them with other people who I trusted. And things like that go a long way because then they came back to me because they were like, I still love your work. And I, I saw your portfolio. I still want to come back to you. But for this event, I will go with someone else. And a lot of them did come back to me because they just wanted to work with my brand and my business. And that's how you want to be. So, that's why this portfolio building part of your business is so important. Don't sleep on it. Don't slack. You have to make it the best that you can make it. Another thing is getting testimonials and reviews. When most creatives start out, they're usually designing for their friends and family. 
which, you know, it's it's normal. And that's kind of how you start seeing like what you like and ask your family and friends to write you reviews, write you testimonials that you can put on your website. You don't have to put much. You can put like three testimonials on your website and then ask them for Yelp reviews, Google reviews. All of these things will help you build that credibility and build your portfolio so that people are like, oh, okay, I, I feel like I can kind of trust that all these people said that they did a great job. They had a great experience. Yes, it's your friends and family, but be strategic. Ask them to give you a professional business review so that you can have that credibility. And after every service, ask your clients for a testimonial because most of the time they're not going to do it. And research shows that people don't usually leave a review when it's something good. They usually leave a review when it's something bad, like they had a bad experience. So taking that time after the service, I always call it my aftercare email. And I just send them a quick email thanking them again for using my services and, you know, hope that they had an amazing event, X, Y, and Z, and make it really nice. And then I just ask that they have a moment to write me a quick review. It doesn't have to be long. And I provide the links for them so it's very easy for them to click and review and then send it. Those things help you so much, I'm telling you. And I mean, it's built my portfolio and my online presence so much where it's like now like Google refers me business, Yelp refers me business. And most of my clients find me in those ways by taking that time to keep building. And I'm telling you, there's so many ways to build your network so that you can build your portfolio and grow your business. Because at the end of the day, that's what the goal is, right? Building a portfolio without clients may seem super tough, but it's not. It's actually very simple, but it goes into you investing in your business a little more. It goes into you stepping out of your shell a little more and getting out there and connecting with people so that you can grow your portfolio and grow your business. I want to emphasize too that it's just not going to just come knocking on your door until you start building that portfolio. Once your portfolio is out there, now I have people knocking on my door, but Before that, I had to do the groundwork. I had to get out there and get in the streets and put my name out there. And that's what you have to do in the startup phase of your business is get out there and put your name out there, make business cards. And I know that people are saying that business cards are outdated. No, they're not. They're actually great. And also during a conversation, when someone asks you what you do, oh, I'm a designer. Here's my card. But using these strategies like self-promotion, setting up your website portfolio, social media, networking, doing passion projects, all of these things can help you build that portfolio and start building that business that you've always dreamed of. And I hope that these strategies help you out. And that's all for today's episode. Follow me on social media at either Deandra Jalisa or Creative on the Grind pod on Instagram. And all for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. And stay creative and stay on the grind. And until next time, peace.